All right, here we go. This is Potaholics and Tech Talk with Andrew Thomas. <laughs> we're talking tech. We're going we're gonna to moan a little bit. We're going to talk about some cool stuff that's going on. Amazon Prime Days are around and router issues, figuring out your technology. Yeah, generally, we're just going to have a gripe. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> tech Talk. <laughs> so- <laughs> Tech moan, moan, yeah. Hey, I I, I updated my router. Finally. I finally did it. And uh, I think the listeners will be happier than... uh Happier than uh, than me to hear that because now they won't hear any more router stories. Well, and the, the funny one was I, you know, I, I I've been saying to my wife, yeah, I got to update this router, got to update this router, and then it finally did. And she goes, "Took you long enough?" I was like, "What? What yeah. was the tipping point?" I said, "It, it just kept cutting out." You know, you'd be yeah. in the middle of a Zoom and then it's gone. Like I had no signal, and you know, and and it's funny. So I I ended up going with a uh, a TP Link that's Archer C twenty three hundred, and. So that's that's sort of your top end of the low range modems, and it, I went I went with it because of the reviews and stuff that I heard. It, it runs hot, but it has great uh, some great features and great distance, and it's it just seems to work. Interesting thing, it's it's amazing over the last five years how the technology for routers has changed, and I think this is a, a really important one for people to to keep in mind as their service provider is changing things and upgrading their, you know, the head end of everything, your, your router technology has also changed. And, and some of the routers, even just five years old, can't keep up with the speed that's coming into your, into your place. And as soon as that happens, it all starts just going wonky. So it was, it was pretty easy. And, and I noticed instantly in my home, faster speed coming off yeah, the you're router. Definitely, um, you're definitely coming through HD this morning. That's for sure. Hey, that's so cool. There's no, you know, no kind of bouncing or, or kind of shading or yeah. max headroom or anything like that. So that's good news. <laughs> that's, um, that's cool. It's, uh, it's, you know, there's a big strain, I think, on not only network, but there's also a big strain on our Macs at the yeah. moment. You know, I don't, I don't know if these things are designed to be video conferencing tools 24-7. You know what? I, I'm starting to wonder that myself because it's just, I, I'm finding little things. So, of course, just the connectors, and I'm starting to notice you know, the, a lot of connector use and connecting things in, and that's not working so well. Just the yeah. amount of, of uh, effort that it puts on the CPU. And how do you know that you're using the CPU? Don't put the power cord into your computer and see how fast it's draining. Crazy, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about that. And, and the amount of memory that we're using. And I think if you've got stuff on, on your desktop, you've got stuff stored up, uh, it's, it's just really, really pushing things to the limit. And it's, yeah, it's a big, it's a big strain. Definitely, people are, are kind of using. I'm wondering as well that um, perhaps iPad and you know perhaps some of the newer the phones that are coming out, perhaps they're going to be focusing on you know video conferencing. Yeah. So you know they're going to talk about in their ads they they focus a lot on taking pictures and you know multitasking on your phone. I wonder if you know zooming and and video conferencing is going to be a big thing in video video chatting as it were um i guess you know in this part of the world we're still we're still kind of jumping on this 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 is everyone here whereas it was no one before because it was all illegal yeah. um so but uh, but yeah i mean there's just massive usage so i i notice yeah battery life i notice dramatically yeah um you know if you're on kind of four or five zoom calls and then you look at your battery and go, oh, oh okay <laughs> time, to, time to charge that bad boy up um but uh yeah, well, we've got. Let's see. We've got um, 
uh, new iPhones kind of being, uh, they're talking about October 13th, October 14th, right? Yeah. That's the date they're talking about for an iPhone 12 and then another mini. Like going I, back to a I don't get yet. this. Is I don't get why they're why that that is even in the cards. Is it because Motorola's got some smaller phones and people are like, I, I, I it's funny. Where was I? Options, isn't it? Yeah. Where was I? I was at, I was at, I was somewhere, and all of the maybe it was it was one of my privily destinations, and the people who are working at the privily destination all were using Nokia phones and, you know, like uh, okay. old, older Nokia burner phones, but, you know, the new ones, but the cheapest. Yeah, yeah. And that's what yeah, they're yeah. using to communicate. And I just thought, okay, this is really interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think the thing is, I mean, you and I obviously like to have a bigger screen now with the old age. Yeah. Um, but I think if, if you're kind of part of the younger set, you know, perhaps it's cool to have something a bit smaller. I don't know. You kind of go through these, these phases, don't you? But it'd be interesting to see what they launch. I mean, I think, um, Obviously, at their event, they held back um, and saved it for the watch and yeah. uh, for the iPad updates. But uh, still yeah, thinking about? Are you still thinking the watch? The, Is it still on your mind? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Do you know what's really interesting? I read an article and it was sent to me by another friend who's like, I think it might be time to buy one. Um, you know, because it, and it was saying that basically, if it's your first kind of step into the watch ocean, yeah. this is definitely the watch for you. So if you'd kind of had a four or a five, the, the, the leap wasn't enough. Yeah. If you're just going to buy it as um, a fitness tracker, which I thought was interesting, they said don't because, you know, <laughs> that's not, um, you know, that's yeah. the, the, there's other ones out there, yeah. you know, like the Whoop. Like Fitbit. Oh, Garnum. Um, get, a, get a Garnum, get a Fitbit. Oh, yeah. Garnum, yeah. Yeah, Garnum's yeah. got you yeah. know, so, great stuff. So it's interesting. It's just interesting to read that just as like an all-rounder, um, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of there. So yeah, it's still it's still on the cards. I, I think the the older I get, the challenge I have is that you know to go and throw and it's it's fine, it's like seventeen hundred chips or whatever. It's something. It's a that, lot of money. Yeah, in all honesty, I mean, you know, want versus need, right? Yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. that's always the the, the, the kind of uh, the kind of equal balance that you have. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, and we'll probably talk about it in the notes, but like what I really want is that new drone from Ring. Oh man, the mini drone. I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm new to the that's, Ring. That's some exciting tech. You know, that, they're calling that one of the best home security cameras out there now. I didn't realize that Amazon bought this company for about a billion dollars a yeah, while yeah, back. Ring, yeah. And and this whole idea of having an in-home drone security camera, it's like yeah. Minority Report. What are we talking here? Yeah, well, it, it's because it, I was watching uh, literally talking about. <laughs> we always flash back to Minority Report, don't we? But yeah. if you haven't seen it, like genuinely, you know that is that is definitely something that felt like it was a pretty good vision of the future, and some of it's definitely kind of pulled through. And there's a new from Lululemon. Uh, which is you know the yoga pant people in the states. Hey 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 hey, here? that's Van- that's Canada, my friend. That's Vancouver. Is it? Yeah, don't 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 start uh, don't don't start calling Lulu American. That's a I'm Canadian product, buddy. Really? Eh? Jeez, that's that's. Because uh, I jumped in the A there at the end of it just to help you out. Um, the uh, these guys have invented this thing called the mirror. Yeah. Which basically is like a fitness mirror and it's a video that pops up and there's in video and you can do your exercise. And I'm like, what am I watching? Like, is this real? And 
I mean, for one, I'm never going to put a, a camera in one of my mirrors. That's just, <laughs> I'll forget that shit. Just like, um, but, um, but yeah, I just, um, it, it was, it was amazing to see, which is essentially, I mean, we should probably tell people like listeners, but it's essentially a miniature drone. Yeah. Um, it hooks into your ring security system. So for those of you who don't know, ring started off as like video doorbell. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the best way to describe it. Um, they, they basically had a connected app that somebody rang your doorbell, you could answer it, you could talk to them and almost effectively pretend that you're indoors, even though you could be in, you know, a beach somewhere. Um, so then, then obviously it's grown out. So you've got the, the, the kind of internal cameras, they're all linked. It's all up in the cloud. Actually, Amit's got, got a full kind of ring set up. Really? Um, fully connected. So I think he's definitely got on pre-order already. Um, actually, I haven't spoken to about this, so I'll have to tell him today. Um, but yeah, now there's this mini drone, and, and basically it will, you know, take off and do the rounds in your house. Right? Well, it's um, it's it's saying yeah. that it, that it's a, a fully autonomous indoor drone with a, a 1080p recording and streaming a video, and it has yeah. an automated automated flight path that it literally, as they're saying, prowls the inside of your place yeah. in the event of a disturbance or intervention. And it's, it, yeah, it, as you said, it's, I mean, it's the stuff almost of science fiction. Yeah, um, you know, this is definitely this is definitely the way that that uh, that we thought things would be in yeah. 2020 versus how they actually have been. I guess um, so it's, nice, it's nice to have this you know, bit of tech. I didn't see a price point on there, but I think it's yeah. pretty reasonable yeah. from what I heard. I, I wonder, you know, when we talk about homeschooling and we talk about the stuff that's going on now, and let's face it, I think yeah. there's going to be a degree of this is going to is going to live on. Can you imagine the kids are home and you're wondering, hey, I wonder if the wonder if the boy is doing his homework and you deploy the, you know, the yeah, ring yeah. and the rings just flying through. It's like, oh, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's looking at you. What are you working on? Uh, you know, what? I think the thing is, some of the time, you know, here we do live in a bit of a bubble, very fortunately. Um, that crime isn't something that really pops up on our radar. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you might be thinking, well, why would you need that? You know, what, what what's the purpose of having that? But, you know, the fact is that elsewhere in the world, you know, there are very kind of unscrupulous people. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, that that I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if the crime rate hasn't gone up um, at the moment, you know, people hitting some pretty skittish times, you know, I think it will increase. And also, I wonder if it's a bit opportunistic in the sense that people are working at home, everyone's at home. There's more laptops in the house. There's that just so happens that most people are not leaving their house. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty good security. Um, but for, as far as a kind of treasure trove for any kind of pirate that wants to to come into your house, I mean, that's yeah. you know, there's now like six laptops in the house, two iPads versus <laughs> neither at work or at school, or whatever. So. Um, I think this is great. Yeah, very cool. Um, I, I, I'm thinking the other applications, sort of in the workplace, sort of in an office tower. You could have totally. have one of those yeah, yeah, flying I mean, around. This even- is home security, but I mean, you know, why wouldn't you deploy those in your office block? I mean, you know, you think, you know, and it's, it's a bit of a challenge, I guess, but I mean, you could have one security guard or a couple of security guards to patrol a whole building instead of, you know, an army of them. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I, from what I understand anyway, a lot of the security that patrols, especially commercial buildings, um, you know, is, is, is essentially there to call the police. Yeah. They can't get involved if anything right. happens. Um, Here, here's what the, you need now is, is you just need um, a drone with a thermometer, you know, a temperature check. Hey, well, you know, uh, infrared, why not? Hey, here's the thing about the, the, the newest security camera that they've got there. $249 American. <laughs> It's like two forty nine. 
like right. Mr. Bezos has given those away at this point. He's just yeah. saying, it's like, you know what, we're going to, this is, this is it. I, well, this is one of the, one of the things that you mentioned just there is that people kind of sometimes question Amazon and its worth and its value. So how is it valued so much? I think the thing is that if you look at, you know, just what they have, their tentacles are everywhere. Yeah. So you kind of, you know, that's all home security. That's, you know, they've obviously already got that facility to deliver packages to your house and your home that we've spoken about, um, you know, with, with kind of access control. They, they do have Ring, they have Audible, they have Prime, you know, they're in TV, yeah. they're in Kindles, they're in laptops and Fire, they're on TV with Fire. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of, you know, it, it really is a, a, a kind of behemoth of a, of a company. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's when you kind of start to say, well, it's just, you know, it's Amazon, right? Well, yeah. no, actually. <laughs> and obviously Blue Origin that he's got, you know, space-wise. So yeah. it's, pretty, um, it's pretty wild when you kind of sit here and think about it. I, I kind of felt I kind of like the idea of the ring a the security thing. I think there's 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 going to be lots yeah. of ethical questions, but I, I I applaud the Amazon folks for obviously it's using the cloud storage that Amazon provides, and it's it's just sort of doing what he always does, right? It just connects the whole system together. Kind of cool, kind of cool. Hey, you brought up an interesting thing, Amazon Prime uh, Video, and. I got to say, in our household, we're Amazon Prime users, like so we have Prime. And yep. I think last week we were sitting there and, and we were looking at some new shows that are coming out and it said it's on Prime. And I, I looked over at the wife and I said, hold on, we have Prime. And I and so it was kind of like, it comes you with... Canada Prime or, or uh, uh, UAE Prime? I think... Well, it must be UAE Prime because we're, I think we have Prime in the UAE. We still get the Amazon Prime streaming video. Yeah, you will do, yeah. yeah. And and so we booted it up, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, hold on a second. We've never used this before. Booted it up, and, and it was like a whole universe opened up. It was like, what? Right. Like, how did we yeah, miss yeah. this? And we started looking at, interesting, looking at some of the programming then that's available boys, through Prime. You the boys. You know, I started watching it. Oh, and you've got to carry on. I got three Sorry, in. I got three in, maybe four. And I kind of went, I like the yeah, edginess, but I... Yeah, maybe I'll keep right, watching. Try, try and go back to it. The boys and then also Tom Clancy. Oh yeah, There's I'm watching the Tom Clancy one. There's a third there's a third one that we're watching. I forget what it's called. Behemoth or something. Billy Bob Thornton is starring oh, in that yeah, one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I forget the name of that one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so some some fantastic original shows on there. And and you know, it, it's funny because someone might say, oh, you know, but it's just, you know, we've got Apple and we've got Netflix. It's different. It's a different type of programming. Just like, you know, the, the look and feel is a little different. The quality is yep. awesome. And I, and I, and we're sitting there and we're kind of laughing going, now there's, we're, you know, I'm thinking back to when I was in high school <laughs> and before, right? And it was, you know, yeah, sure. You know, I, I remember we had the brown box converter at one point. So this was high school. You know, you, you had 24 channels you could choose on. If you flicked it back and forth, you only look, you know, you, we had CTV, CBC, Global, Channel 29 out of Buffalo, Channel 7 out of Buffalo. And that was it. You know, NBC, CBS, yeah. ABC, CTV, Global, and CBC. That was we it. Three. And we just had ITV, BBC One, BBC Two yeah. when we were growing up. Just three channels. And now there's so much selection, so much yeah. possibility. You can't possibly be on all platforms. Look, and then, and then if you got the OSN where you're getting Disney Plus and all that, how do you keep up? There's way too many shows. You, you don't have enough yeah. time. So I think it's kind of interesting, but I, I was really impressed with the quality on Prime, real, of the quality yeah, of the programming. It's, 
I've kept I've kept Prime US running and mm-hmm. I've got Prime UAE. So Prime US because there still is, believe it or not, there still are some things that are cheaper in the US on yeah. shop and ship yeah. to come over than buying them locally here. Um, and I think that's just more about a volume right. game, right? So it's kind of like, you know, things like kind of cool face masks, um, you know, some some T-shirts, some clothes. You just can't get them here. Mm. Um, and some of the bigger items as well. And definitely, like, I got my fire stick and everything from the U.S. because it's impossible to get here. <laughs> and the price locally is double. So yeah. um, all of those. But, yeah, I've kept, I've kept those running. Um, and, and I think you mentioned in the notes here, I mean, you know, the I think two years ago, it was the first time I discovered that you could get, um, you know, the Black Friday deals on Alexa. Yeah. So you just say to Alexa, what are the Black Friday deals? And she'd know based on your shopping that, hey, look, this, this and this, do you want to buy it? And you just say yes, and it would buy it for you. It was yeah. crazy. So, I mean, you mentioned there in the notes, obviously, with Black Friday coming up. I mean, I think this is this has always been a big online event and offline event, but this year it's just going to completely think, dominate online, right? I think it's going to be crazy. Prime days have been announced October 13th and 14th are Prime days. Right. And, and it's, yeah. it's interesting because people are saying, well, do I wait for Black Friday or do I go mm-hmm. on Prime days? And they're, you know, they're, they're saying that stuff, they don't figure on Amazon that things will be any cheaper on Black Friday. They figure you're going you're gonna to get some great deals during Prime Day. So we'll see. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can really get some some cracking deals. I mean, I, I tend to definitely wait for the States because, I mean, it just it's better. But one of the cool things is that people may not know is Amazon Basics is now available here. Okay. Um, and Amazon Basics is phenomenal. So I think there's something like 15,000 products on there. But you wow. can get, for example like an Apple, you know, registered kind of legit Apple iPhone cord for 30 dirhams. Really? Right? Um, if you just go into Amazon and type in Amazon Basics, yeah. and there's there's things like, you know, chargers, um, you know, it, it's, it, it, I mean, it's huge. Like, and that that's, I think that's cool because people don't know about it, I don't think. Yeah. No. Um, so you've got things like, <clears throat> you know, mini display ports, 35 uh-huh. dirhams, um, you know, RJ44 cables, 17 dirhams, you what? know, USB cables. I mean, it, it really yeah. is all of the Amazon basics on there. Exercise mats for 35 dirhams, yeah. you know, a basic backpack for 60 dirhams. Just have a look. It's called I, Amazon Basics. I need another um, one of these these Apple USB-C extenders with a few of the different connectors on it. They got any of those on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they've got, honestly, it's crazy. They've got USB-C cables for 20 dirhams. Wow. These, like a classic school backpack, 30 dirhams. Wow. So so I think I think people don't don't know about Amazon Basics. So if you don't, definitely jump on there and have a look. Do, does that connect um, through? If, you, if, if you've got an Amazon account that you're buying stuff through, does it connect into that as well? Or how does how does it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's basically, if you just go into Amazon, there's a whole section called Amazon Basics. All right, I'm going to check that um, out. So you, even if you go into Google, you know, sorry, in the search bar, I'm just typing Amazon Basics. There's a whole section dedicated to it. Wow. And it's crazy. Like So it's home furnishings, gaming, pet supplies, sports and fitness, computer accessories, bed and bath, uh, yeah. cameras i mean even you know from from um from a home perspective you've got uh you know uh what, what do you call it curtain rails basic office chairs uh you know soap dish i mean it, it's crazy so I, I think that people are not aware of it so for example yeah. people might be thinking of going to ikea or whatever for curtain poles you can pick up curtain poles in here for like 10 dirhams yeah so uh, yeah, they they quietly launched Amazon Basics. Um, 
And I think they almost were, I don't know if they're not allowed to talk about it in this. I don't know. It just seems weird. Uh, that's uh, what I was going to say. Why aren't they advertising this? Because I, I totally get that it hits that middle middle ground. So you've got the, the people who want to go to, you know, the one or, or Ikea or wherever and actually touch and feel stuff. And then you get the folks who, who already know what they want. It doesn't really matter. And they they don't need to touch and feel it because they know, hey, I need that curtain rod. They see the picture. That's exactly what I need. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. It saves me going out. And I think that, and got, I think that market's yeah, getting and bigger got, and bigger. They've got a lot. It's definitely um, definitely worth jumping on there for sure. It's, I mean, it, it, it's something that, look, in the States, it's much bigger. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more choice. But here, there's a good amount of choice. I, I, I think this is, this is, you know, the whole COVID thing has really started to push this online world. I know for myself... I, I, my wife was a lot of online shopping and, and I've sort of just sort of dived in, you know, classic example, needed a pair of, of sandals and I know the kind I wanted and, you know, lo and behold, went and looked around, did, did a little bit of search here, couldn't find them, went online, got them in a week. <laughs> We're kind of going same price that I would have paid here if I went for an alternative brand, got the exact ones I wanted in the size, in the color, and it was delivered to the door in seven days and it was coming from coming from the u.s so i gotta it's say tough, i think the thing is that if you know what you want yeah it's pretty it's pretty easy to i mean it's also cool, pretty cool to browse but if you know what you want interestingly um for those of i know i know we have global listeners but we we have a place here in uh uae which is pretty famous called dragon mark oh man um, and, and think of it like a real world alibaba so basically <laughs> there's there's kind of dragon mark one and two it's spread over this huge space and it really kind of, um, you know, gave the ability for uh, Chinese importers to kind of basically sell their wares in one particular place. And there's a lot of wholesale there. And anyway, I mean, obviously, fast forward to COVID, and these guys have been hit similar to similar to everyone else. And interestingly, uh, yesterday they launched um, Dragon Mart online. Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So you can now go to Dragon Mart uh, here, and and kind of um, thirty five thousand products are listed. Okay. Um, and, and for those of you that don't know Dragon Mart and don't know in this part of the world, it pretty much is everything and anything you could ever think of. Yeah. So you could buy a dentist chair yep. and you could buy, you know, Neon and Guppy's fish. You can buy underwear and then you can buy, you know. Fishing rods right beside it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, usually in the same shop. Yeah. So those four things I mentioned in the same shop. In, interesting one. Colin, Colin Thomas is a, a big Dragon Mart guy. He was buying some home tile for his house and he was at the tile shop, you know, down in Deera. Yeah. And and the guys there are looking at him. They're going, dude, you know, he couldn't get the size he wanted. And they said, dude, head over to Dragon Mart. And he's going, yeah, quality. He goes, same stuff. <laughs> he said, same product, <laughs> half the price. And so he said, okay, I'm there. And he said yeah. the only the only thing he had to do is make sure in the case of the the ceramic tiles he unboxed them because in transport clearly someone who was bringing them dropped them and so there yeah, was some right. breakage. But he said, hey, you do that in the store, they don't mind. They'll swap them out and away you go. So he yeah. he he said it's it's a treasure trove that place. Yeah, I, I just the only thing I I was interested is why they've got online. I mean. I wonder why would you kind of shop Dragon Mart and not Alibaba or AliExpress? Yeah. Maybe because uh, it's right here and you you can get quicker. I I'm not a big yeah. I don't use Alibaba or AliExpress. Should I be should I be checking that out as well? Yeah, yeah, Ali Ali I I, I mean AliExpress is more for um is more for kind of, you know, consumer. Okay. Um that's that's definitely the, you know, the consumer kind of angle. It, it's um you know, we if you go on there, you can, 
you know get crazy crazy cheap stuff and and they also they also put it in escrow so if you want to buy you know kind of things but i mean on there aliexpress is more geared towards consumer alibaba as well you can buy it's more of a bulk thing though so if you Mm. want to go on there and buy you know 20 iphone covers uh, you can i mean you know actually similar to you with your glasses you could probably go on there and buy like 20 glasses yeah you know and just get the frames and just get the the lenses locally hey um, actually i i gotta i gotta show you with one about glasses i i've uh, i'm gonna buy some i've been looking at getting some glasses online and of all places out of the uk they're they're a quarter of the price here for the superior yeah. lenses and all that stuff and yeah. great looking content and you know you you put in all your details and then if there's any questions they call you and, yeah. and and I just went I and I'm looking at this and with shop and ship I just get it shipped to my my UK address and it's here in the next day and they got they've got a return policy if you don't you know if the if if once you see the real thing you don't you're not happy with it send them back and I just went yeah yeah I get all my I get all my contacts from the UK because they're at, I think a quarter of the price yeah my contacts yeah so yeah there's there's still for whatever reason we seem to um. We seem to get taken to the cleaners on on glasses here. Well, it's it's like jewelry, um, right? The the markup and the, with the storefronts, the markup is yeah. it, you know it must be about a thousand percent, not just on yeah. the frames, but on the lenses as well. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, it, it they definitely they definitely you know there was a, a good friend of mine's in retail, and he told me many years ago that he could fill the malls with. <laughs> Uh, like pharmacies and sunglasses <laughs> yeah. uh, and perfumeries, like, you know, aftershave. Like he goes, those those three businesses, the, the margins in those places are just phenomenal. So he said, honestly, the whole mall, it doesn't matter if you've got like 10 glasses shops, another glass shop want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, obviously the big the big disruptor in, in the U.S. was Warby Parker, right? Yeah. Um, you know, these guys in the U.S. where basically you choose three glasses, they send you them, you wear them, you walk around them, and then you send the ones back you don't want. Yeah. Um, you know, that's completely disrupted kind of opticians in, in, in the States for a certain sector. I, I think it's still, you know, the ones that are in Walmart, is it opticals or lens crafters? Or lens, I think maybe it might be a lens crafters, yeah. I guess pretty, pretty popular because you're doing your shopping and you jump in, but... For a large portion, you know, of, of uh, it, it's, it's a pain going to yeah. get glasses, right? It's I think a, I uh, think some of the ones in the U.S. and that it's it's you have them in an hour, right? You go in, they've got yeah. the lenses in in house. If it's basic stuff, you got the yeah. frames there. You go in, you try them on, they frame it, and they say, "Yeah, come back an hour, it'll be done." Yeah. So you go grab lunch and then get your glasses. And I think that's a big seller. But if I got to wait a few days, I might as well just order them from you know, from another place. And the other thing is some of the arrogance when you go into the shops, it's not, you know, it's, it's like they're doing me a favor and I'm kind of like, Hey guys, I'm going to drop some cash here. I'm going to drop thousand dirhams. Let's, uh, you know, let's be, let's be a little bit more customer engaged. And it's just like, you know, Nah, <laughs> they're on the phone taking an order. It's like, yeah, yeah, one minute. It's like, I'm trying to pay. It's like, tell the guy on the phone to hold on. It's like, it's like yeah, it's, an, it's another one of those businesses that has been impacted, uh, I guess dramatically. I mean, you know, less people going out, less people spending on sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, um, I've seen a few uh, kind of posts on on internal social media pages. That are, there's a few sunglasses companies that have kind of pretty much closed up shop um, yeah. because obviously people haven't been going out. So yeah. you know, it's it, it's kind of uh, less usage and 
you know, sunglasses are definitely one of those things that you lose. I mean, I guess you don't because you probably have prescription lenses, but yeah. for a lot of people, sunglasses are the ones that, you know, you just, I'm sure I had them somewhere. I can't <laughs> find them or they fly off on the beach or whatever, right? Yeah. No, I, I do have prescription lenses. I remember back in the day, so, you know, about 23, 24 years ago, I was a, I was a, a whitewater rafting guide in Montreal and I was doing whitewater rafting on sea dews. So we take the sea dews down the, down the rapids go down to the old port of Montreal and then come back up and we're on our way back up and I misjudged a wave and I hit this wave head on with the sea and lost my sunglasses, which is fine because, hey, they're just sunglasses, except they were prescription sunglasses. So now we're coming up the waves. I've got no glasses on and I'm trying to navigate just going with the, you know, Yoda is in my ear going, go to the left, young man, go to the left. And it was, it was just hilarious. So it was, that was a lot of fun. Hey, I want to jump in on, as you said, the phone, the new iPhone's coming out. And I, I got a gripe, and this one is it's actually it's a little bit documented with iOS 14.0.1 uh, coming out, and there's still problems with this iOS, and I this just it it just does my mind in because it's you know the the Android operating system also has issues, and it's like we constantly get these upgrades and we constantly get these versions, but they're just kind of it's almost like they're a beta version, and yeah. You know, I'm looking at some of the things going on with iOS 14.0.1, and you know they're talking about okay, they they fixed some of the battery issues, they fixed some of these things, but there are still you know things you know reboot defaults going on, camera previews not working on certain things, can, Wi-Fi connectivity issues, mail issues, new widget issues. I'm going this. This is Apple. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's, the, it's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. The, um, you know, it's, I, I think, um, you know, Microsoft started this where, where yeah. you release something and, and then straight away you put a patch to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 think, I think the thing is now that we live in a world that nothing's ever finished. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and kind of looking at, you know, you guys talking on car talk and some of the new electric cars you know, these cars aren't even finished, right? I mean, you know, Tesla's constantly getting updates on their software to allow it to go faster or longer. I mean, obviously, as we know, during the um, fires, the wildfires in, in LA, they, they did a patch where they got an extra, whatever it was, 60 kilometers out of the, yeah. you know, the, the, the tank or the battery. Um, so I think we're just all kind of used to things not being quite right uh and it, which is odd i mean it's not like you you know get your, your garden landscaped and and they don't finish the patio it's yeah like, well I, I, that's a fix i'll do that in a couple of weeks time what the hell like just do it so it's i think that be, you know we've become used to things not working yeah or, or something not quite right um but i mean I, look listen touch wood my update um i'm super happy with my update um mm. you know i think um most of it was kind of aesthetics as, as far as with the widgets and these other things. Um, but uh, I haven't had any performance issues so far. That's so nice. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy with the, uh, with the update, how it is. Like I said, I think most of it was aesthetically pleasing with the widgets and things like that. But I've quite liked the widgets. I've got to be honest. I like the kind of stackable widgets where mm. you can kind of scroll through and see. So interestingly, I've put kind of headlines in their news headlines, um, which, which is pretty cool. And, as crazy as it sounds in Dubai at the moment, the weather is changing because you get a bit of fog in there. So it's oh, quite man. quirky to see, <laughs> see, see, you know, fog. That's one of the things being British. We, uh, and I think 
Canadians share our love of moaning about the weather. Oh man, um, yeah. and it's it's something that we don't get to talk about here because it's always hot and sunny. Yeah, like, that's no, it. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Isn't it incredible when you get on the phone back home or you're talking to someone back home? And and I find I just revert right back to it. I'm talking to my boys. Yeah. How's the weather? I mean, that's the yeah, first thing exactly. anyone's asking. What's, you know, I'm talking to my mom. What's the weather? Like, oh, the wind, the wind. And yeah. it's, 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 that is the first thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's funny. You don't, you don't really do it here. You don't consider it. You don't think about it, right? You just no. kind of, it's always barbecue weather. It's always, let's see though. They, uh, we're coming into cloud season. Yeah. Season. Cloud seeding season. So, um, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, they do fire kind of magnesium bombs up into the clouds here to make it rain so let's see if they uh, they start that again because you know i know when i've been here years and we'd get you and i both know you'd get two days of rain a year yeah um but now they do seem to mess around with the best part of the year so let's fingers crossed i, I don't think we need any more bad weather right yeah no, no it's like you know what there's enough stuff going on uh exactly. oh. Yeah, yeah, you wanted to. We, you, as we were kicking off, you were talking a little bit about inbound and the way oh, yeah. conferences are. I, I want to jump in there and, and the re, what sort of provoked it was we did our our creative mornings number fifty seven. Yeah. You were also a speaker there, and I'm a couple of years back now. Uh, yeah. You you spoke at creative mornings. It seems the the uh, Potaholics team, except for Glenn uh, and Dr. Jenna, I got to get both of those those folks in there at some point. But have all spoken at Creative Mornings, and and I was talking about how we went from being a face to face thing, and this is really we're, with inbound is kind of the same deal. Yeah. It was a real mind bender for me going from a very personal 40, 50 people yeah. coming out in the morning and hearing a talk and and having that personal connection to okay, now we're going to go Zoom. I live in Zoom, I teach in Zoom, so I'm on Zoom quite a bit. And yeah. the engagement is always a challenge. And so then we thought, okay, well, we're do creative mornings or don't do it. We thought, let's keep going and see how it works. And we were really happy. We had, we had about 40 people show up yesterday to our, to our event from around the world as well. So a big portion in the UAE, but around the world. And they were, they were engaged. Our speaker was really engaging, got people doing stuff. And so I was really, I was pleasantly surprised and, and, and happy to see that it, it's still doing what we wanted it to do. But this is that big challenge with, with any conference now because figuring out how to do it. And there's, there's a level of fatigue that we all carry with us from doing all these things online. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I put up a LinkedIn post yesterday uh, talking about how it was different and not, not kind of necessarily in a good way. Um, I, I think it, um, the the so in, inbound for those of that don't know is the kind of largest inbound and content event, um, and usually this time of year it's a kind of four day event. Uh, Twenty seven thousand people there last year, um, and obviously it moved to, to online this year. And I think as much as you know, they tried to create some energy around the event. They had a really cool kind of interactive um, kind of platform. Um, it, it just yeah, something just didn't. I don't know, mm. quite stack up. The, 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 I was explaining to you the, um, the sessions, and I, and I get why they did it. Um, the sessions were recorded, okay. and then basically the speaker sat in real time and kind of you know jumped on the chat and then was there live for the questions. Um, and they did that, obviously. It's a global event, so yeah. they wanted to make sure that people didn't have connectivity issues. So I guess even if you know, your router crashed out, that we'd still get to see James's, you know, yeah. uh, event, which I think, which I think is correct. I think so. It was trying to get the balance right, um, but it's interesting. I, I almost feel like up until that event last week, 
I genuinely was, I was one of those per, people that thought, yeah, no, events are fine. They'll just move online and, and they won't, no one will ever do an event offline again. But mm. I'm like, no, you know what? You don't have the connection. You know, when, when you're kind of in a room with people and you'll say, oh, connect with me on LinkedIn and do this and do that. It's different. Just yeah. turning around to the guy next to you and going, hey, man, where are you in from? Oh, I'm in from Connecticut. Oh, cool. I'm in from Dubai. Like, th- there's, that's, that's not there, right? Yeah. It's not, we're not there yet where we would do that. So, so I think, um, I think it was, it was interesting. I mean, from a technology perspective, you know, it worked very well. Um, and, and, um, you know, I guess the other challenges, I mean, it was, it was kind of, you know, um, timing wise, it was, you know, kicked off at eight o'clock here, finished at four o'clock in the morning. So, you know, that, that kind of aspect of being involved and being part of it in the end, it was just like, look, I watch it on demand. Um, but what was interesting <laughs> is, uh, what was interesting is some of the topics. So it was very much centered around, you know, interestingly, for example, there's new, new, uh, new information around the emails, um, and what the time people are opening them, the time people are spending mm. on them. Um, you know, the way that people are social selling, so the way that people are selling over Zoom. Uh, actually, the digital growth show that we're going to be filming today is all about that. Um, but, but I mean, it's it's titled slightly differently. It's why we're not in Vegas show, because usually, obviously, post uh, inbound, who will rock up in Vegas as well. So, um, but, um, yeah, I think, um, I, I, I think that, you know, and I've spoken to event coordinators and organizers you know, or who who have transitioned to to an online event now, um, and I think you know, speaker wise, you can still see great sessions, but you know, there's other reasons why you go. You know, look, if you and I go and have a beer with each other, it'd be very different having a beer over Zoom. Yeah, it just you know, and we're the same people. You and I are the same people. We chat the same shit. I mean, it's not we'll have a beer in our hands, and but but it just doesn't. I don't know. There's some things that, that I think will, you know, kind of jump back to how they were, I believe. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, some of these events yeah. might be a little smaller, but I, I hope so. Cause I think there's a place for both of them. And, yeah. and in the case of inbound, you know, as you said, 27,000 people showing up, it'd be interesting to know the numbers that participated online and I, way down. Yeah. We saw them so basically even for the keynote. So the keynote is you know one of the big things is Damesh and Brian, the founders of HubSpot. Yeah. Um, usually the room there takes about fifteen, sixteen thousand, I think, like actual people in the in the conference center. And then this year it was kind of like seven thousand people watching online, mm. eight thousand. Yeah. Which you'd think almost would be higher yeah. because people are kind of global. Um, but but I I think you know therein lies some of the challenges as well. I mean I think um, I think the only thing I would say is that. You, you know, they they almost forgot they were a global event in the sense that a lot of what they were talking around is basically what's been going on in the States. Yeah. Um, you know, about inclusion and obviously, you know, a whole host of other challenges that those guys are facing at the moment in the US. And you obviously have people in from, you know, Australia, Europe, you know, here who are like, can we get to the, <laughs> the business part? Like, yeah. I just want to, you know, so it was kind of, yeah, it was an interesting dynamic in that sense but everyone's learning right I mean, yeah. this is their first online event you know i think they did a good job but but obviously everyone's learning i think i think that's a really interesting point you brought up is just that when you start looking at the way things are being done online you know with google and the, a lot of the stuff that comes out of labs and a lot of the insights that come from them 
while there are things that, that translate across the world, different parts of the world have different things going on. And I think, especially in this kind of an environment, we're really starting to notice that. Australia is doing some things differently than the US, yeah. different than Dubai, different than the UK. Yeah. And, and while there are lessons to be learned in transferability and, and so many things, some of it there's not. And I, I yeah. find that really interesting on how nimble or how static we are on our ability to adopt to this change. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, 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 I, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think I put in my LinkedIn post that <clears throat> some of it's been beneficial, you know, just uh, some of the change like, like this, like zoom. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think we've missed a session on no. Potaholics no. since, uh, since, since kind of moving to here because we've just, you know, done something that we never would have thought about before. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and as much as I want to record in person, just at the moment, it's just not practical work-wise. Um, so, you know, I, I think, um, it, that global view and aspect, I know you and I have global listeners on Potaholics, sure. whereas I wouldn't possibly necessarily think about that before, you know, we'd be talking about very Dubai centric, but I mean, I talk about Dragon Mart, but just talk about, it. I wouldn't explain what it is. Whereas yeah. similar thing with our growth show, you know, we get different viewers from different places. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's definitely, it's made the world a smaller place, let's say. Um, that's for sure. It's kind of made it a smaller place, you know. How, how are you finding your LinkedIn posts and, and your LinkedIn engagement? Because I am still really surprised at the number. I mean, there's a lot of folks using LinkedIn and there's a lot of folks in there. And <laughs> excuse me, obviously I'm connected through to, you know, 3,000 plus people who are like-minded like myself. But I, I'll talk to folks just around from, a, you know, I'll talk to folks back in Canada. I'll talk to folks who are down in Australia and I'll say, hey, how's your LinkedIn stuff going? And they're, they're going, I'm not on LinkedIn. And I'm kind of going, why not? Like, and I, I just find that really, really interesting that it's a platform that a lot of people are choosing not to engage on. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. I mean, I'd, I'd kind of obviously ramped up my activity on there. Um, and we all have. And, uh, you know, I've, I've found it a great way to connect with, connect with people. I guess there still are some people that are not on there. Um, I mean, I think every, every recommendation that we have for business and companies is to get on there. Um, the only thing I would say is that they do seem to be, I guess, changing the platform a, a little bit. Um, I feel like the algorithm has changed. Yeah, I think they um, recently did that. I think they recently tweaked it. Yeah, I think they've definitely kind of, there's, there's definitely an emotionally driven algorithm now or appears to be. Hmm. Uh, you're seeing more posts about, yeah, emotionally driven posts, which was never a thing on, 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 and some of it can be, you know, very positive. There were, you know, there's obviously people that have lost their, uh, lost their positions and they're reaching out and, you know, there's a lot of kind of interaction on that. Um, but, I, but I think they definitely, yeah, I, I think they need to keep an eye on that yeah. uh, because one of the reasons that people kind of use LinkedIn is because it isn't traditionally emotionally driven as far as the algorithm and what I see. It's, it's driven on information, connectivity to fellow business, you know, people, um, fellow topics I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, so I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it'd be interesting to, to kind of watch that space. They really, they really have something quite different to anyone else. Um, yeah. and they should make sure they keep it that way. Uh, you know, I'd, LinkedIn stories has now been rolled out globally. Um, so they've got rolled out to the States, uh, this week. We've had them here testing for a while. Yeah. You know, I, I started playing around with them uh, when they first came out. I, I found the inter interaction pretty low 
Um, you know, I, I'm yeah, interested likewise. now the States has got it. I'm probably going to start doing it again yeah. just because I want to see the difference. And um, I, I was the same. Yeah. The, the stories obviously gives you more space to put your content, but okay. I was I was using stories and then found there was pretty pretty meager engagement. So I just went back to putting... Yeah, because it only, it's only first connections that see them. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, that's the thing. Whereas obviously, you know, your posts, anyone can see them. Yeah. Right. So, so it's kind of, yeah, it's trying to, trying to get that balance right. But uh, no, continue to plug, plug on there for sure. Yeah. And, and I find it kind of interesting because I'll, I'll actually post up our podcasts. So it's kind of a two for one. I want people to actually yeah. get a listen to it, but then I, I always tag down into it and sort of say, so why aren't other people doing these kind of things? And, and I was talking yeah. yesterday about, about how you can repurpose content and have multiple, you know, multiple versions that satisfy multiple messages on either macro or micro level. And, you know, it's, it's just a matter of planning and putting it together. And why aren't more people doing it? And, and I've actually yeah. probably in the last month noticed more and more people jumping on board and, and some people that I'm surprised, I mean, I, they, you know, they're reaching out and we're having a conversation and I'm just surprised that I'm having that conversation with them because I would have thought they're already totally in tune with what you might expect in a, in a podcast environment mostly because yeah. of these people who work in, in the broadcasting field or in the media field and they're not, it's like, they're looking at yeah. it and going, it's same, same, but different. And it's yeah, the yeah. difference they want to embrace. And I, and I, I find it kind of interesting because they're asking really good questions that, that kind of, you know, we've been podcasting now for quite a while and you kind of get, well, everyone knows this or everyone understands this. And then you realize, oh yeah, no, they don't. And it's, no, no, it's kind no. of interesting. Yeah. There's, there's a real kind of mystique associated to it. So I think, um, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I think that many years ago I was told by someone that you can't think about how you operate online. Otherwise, you just won't innovate because, yeah. you know, if you stick in your mind and say, well, everyone's on LinkedIn or everyone's on Instagram or no one's on Facebook, it's, you just can't make those statements anymore, right? Yeah. I think back in the day, people will be able to, were able to make bold statements when well, no one ever goes there because no one was able to check. Right. Um, now when you kind of get, I mean, a classic I had, I had in Saudi Arabia was a client that turned around and went, well, no one searches for that on Google. <laughs> I was like, well, actually there was 3000 people looking for it last month. No, no one does it. Yeah. Like, well, there's the numbers. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, whereas before, obviously a lot of people had that mindset and they were able to get away with it because there was no <laughs> stats. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> um, but now obviously you know, people dig in a bit more, right? And say, yeah. well, hold on a minute, you know, is that right? Does this work? Is this, you know, so I think, um, I think that's it, you know, that, yeah. that's, that's the way you need to kind of look at it. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's, it's funny because when you, when you think if we go always, my big gripe is always classical broadcasting and, and Hey, we, we like it for some of its micro reach and, and its community elements. I think, I think our standard broadcasting needs to become even more micro. It's still, it's still trying to be a macro macro message to deliver in a micro situation, but they don't have any numbers. And, you know, I, we can look at this and we can say, well, how many listeners do we have across two platforms to this? Well, we have yeah. stats for 28,000 listeners to our show. I was like, yeah. okay, you know, go to, go to the guy next door who's, who's spending a fortune to put it up over the airwaves. Well, give me the exact number and I want to know the age group and I want to know where they are. And I said, I don't want a diary. I don't want a guesstimation. I don't want a, a pool. Give me the numbers. They can't do it. They look at, well, we can't do that. So then why would I spend even a Durham or a dollar on anything you're doing? Because I'm, I'm guesstimating. I'm hoping. I said, that's, that's crazy. It's, it's, yeah. 
you know, but it's, it's the marketing guys and the, those, those folks are still, yeah. they're still, they're still, you know, 20 years back there trying to hold on to the, the, the old dream of, oh yeah, we control everything. It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, <laughs> still spinning the emperor's new clothes, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's what it is at the moment. <laughs> well, and, and you know what, I, I think it's, it's slowly coming around. The, the folks over at Hill and Knowlton had us involved last week with James Eisen Awards and they asked, they said, Hey James, you want to come and do a podcast? And so I showed up and I, I did, we, we recorded it. We got it. We're, I'm putting it together now, piecing it together and, and did a couple outtake interviews. No, you know, they had, they had, they had, the national was there. They had, you know, the folks from the newspapers taking pictures and putting articles up. I didn't notice any, there was maybe one TV guy there. Didn't notice anyone, anyone from broadcast radio. There was, I, I, yeah. you know, like I didn't see anyone from Dubai. I like, why weren't they there? It's like, where were they? It's like, they're talk radio. We should shout out, find out where he was. Yeah, it's like, it's, you know, and I'm almost going, hold on, guys. You know, if you got your morning shows or whatever, why don't you got someone there grabbing all the audio so that you can make a program out of it and, and bring it in? So it's like, where are, they, where are they calling? They're calling over to the podcasters and saying, hey, guys, yeah, we know it's not going to go mean, out today, but we, we really want to have this this content yeah. put into perpetuity. And, and I think you can make a better show because you don't have marketing constraints and, yeah. and, and whatnot. So I thought that was really interesting. I think it's a little of a test too, because it's, they, they, they kind of put their toe in the water and let's, well, let's see what happens with the podcasters and yes, you know, nothing yeah, ventured, exactly. nothing gained, but interesting. Very cool. interesting. I know That's you, fun. I know you got to start thinking about going, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I have the first kind of meeting of the day that's rolling pretty hard down on me now oh man you know what and with the, with all that i think it's time to wrap up you have been listening to tech talk andrew thomas james pikeaway potaholics is what you are listening to and if you want to get in touch with us potaholics with a k at gmail.com www.potaholics.com and potaholics with a k across all the socials we'll be back at you really soon enjoy and click on to our webpage to get hundreds of more episodes this is tech talk on potaholics <laughs>